was fantastic. And yes, from the music you know, you are here for another, in fact, the last edition of, for 1965, The Journey Show. We have a fun, mellow, musical show for you today. Our version of Shindig, except better and with uh, fewer bad dancers. So, today I'd like to introduce to you some people who have been on the show before. We've got, of course, Acacia Weber, fantastic flautist, and she's got a suite of songs for you today. And to mix it up, we also have the young traveler, Lorelai Marcus, and she will be playing a song you've heard before, a song you haven't heard before, and a song you've probably heard on the radio a lot. So today we're going to be doing a lot of things in addition to music and the news, which is coming up. Uh, I also want to ask you what you would like us to cover in 1966 when the Journey Show comes back in January. So think about the things that you would like to see on this program. You know the things we've covered. We've covered Japanese animation. We've covered the Hugos. We've covered women's fashion. We've, we've run the gamut. And so we'd like to perhaps expand that. Tell us which topics you'd like to come back to. We will be happy to accommodate you because it's viewers like you who keep us alive. And our sponsors, science fiction magazines provide excellent literary imaginative fun month after month. So pick up your subscription at a newsstand or have it mailed to you often at discount if you buy it annually. That's right, science fiction magazines. They're the wave of the past and the future. So we're going to get right to the music, but first, this news. Heavy fighting continues at Play Made near the Cambodian border in central Vietnam, where North Vietnamese troops have been laying siege for nearly a week. American and Arvin reinforcements are being brought in to relieve the defenders. On the home front, on October 15th and 16th, tens of thousands of Americans marched in peaceful anti-war protests nationwide from Berkeley to Boston. As the fighting overseas escalates, it is likely the protests will increase. The exodus from Cuba continues. As of last week, 700 had arrived in Florida by any means at their disposal. The exodus became so great that Castro briefly closed his country's doors. But they are open again. Still, there are reports that skilled professionals are having trouble getting their emigration papers approved. Vatican II continues. The Ecumenical Council has approved a declaration absolving the Jews of blame for the crucifixion and repudiating anti-Semitism. This announcement came after several years of cooperative effort between the Catholic and Jewish communities. President Johnson is back from the hospital after a successful gallbladder and kidney operation two weeks ago. The president, who has possibly done more for black Americans than any president since Abraham Lincoln, is back at work in the White House, but he may take things a bit more easy for a while. Despite the progress being made de jour, de facto progress remains halting. In Bogalusa, Louisiana, 55 black Americans were arrested in a civil rights boycott of the schools. And in Montgomery, Alabama, Collie Leroy Wilkins, a member of the Ku Klux Klan, was acquitted by an all-white jury for his role in this year's murder of civil rights worker Viola Liuzzo. 
And in Washington this week, Robert Shelton Jr. faced a congressional investigation today for his role as Imperial Wizard of the United Clans of America, a violent organization linked with 1963's 16th Street bombing in Birmingham. Shelton answered virtually no questions, citing 14 amendments in his defense. Senator Ted Kennedy dropped his fight this week for longtime friend and confidant Francis X. Morrissey to be chosen for the Boston federal judgeship after the municipal judge was deemed unqualified by several bar associations. President Johnson accepts the decision. It is heartening to see that in this country, even when one party has a supermajority in Congress, judicial candidates are not rammed through without sufficient scrutiny. In aerospace news, on October 14th, test pilots Al White and U.S. Air Force Colonel Joe Cotton became the first to fly an airplane faster than Mach 3. They pushed the XB-70 Valkyrie jet to Mach 3.02 for two minutes at an altitude of 70,000 feet. The high heat and stress removed a good two feet of the aircraft's left wing, but the pilots still managed to bring the plane home safely. And of course, we are knee deep in football season. Here's just a grab bag of some of the games there will be today. In the American Football League, we have the Buffalo Bills and Denver Broncos. In the NFL, we have the Packers and Dallas Cowboys. And of course, the Chicago Bears versus the Detroit Lions. Go enjoy some of that pigskin throwing. And that's the news. All right, for our next concert performance we're going to go to Lorelai and she's going to tell us why she chose the next song that's going to open up her set. So my next song is going to be a song by Donovan, the folk singer, um, and his song is Colors. I remember hearing it on the radio for the first time and just absolutely falling in love with it. I've played it once on the show before, but not in its standalone concert. So I hope you guys enjoy. color of my true love's hair in the morning when we rise in the morning when we rise that's the time that's the time I love the best sparkling corn in the morning when we rise in the morning when we rise that's the time that's the time I love the best sky in the 
the time. That's the time I love the best. When I see him, when I see him, ah, uh -huh, that's the time, and that's the time I love the best. Freedom is a word I rarely use without that. Let's give it up for Lorelei with her amazing rendition of Donovan's Colors. I understand that Donovan is coming out with an album next month, and that song will be included on it. So you can bet that I will be buying a copy of that. By the way, here's an interesting piece of news. So I don't know if you uh, fly a lot. Of course, uh, now is a good time to fly. Uh, now that we have jet aircraft and airfares are getting a little cheaper, although you still have to be a little bit of the rich jet set to go, not to, not to uh, blow my own horn. And it is a sizable horn. Um, but if you've ever flown Japanese airlines to Japan, uh, affectionately known as JAL, you may have noticed that their uniforms have changed over the years just a little bit. So when they first came out, this is what they were wearing, this, this lovely smart little number back in the early 50s. And then in 1958, they shifted over to this slightly different thing. Still, it uh, betrays the, con the conservative uh, ancestry of the original outfit, and it's pretty much the same thing. But I understand, and I've gotten this from someone who works for the airline, this new fashion is on the horizon for next year at Japan Airlines, which is a really smart, more modern look, and uh, compare that to the original. So I thought you'd like that little sneak peek of what our uh, hostesses in the sky will be wearing when next we go to Japan. All right. So for this next song we're going to be playing, well, I'm not going to be playing a thing, but Acacia's going to be playing it, and you're going to love it, and she's going to tell us a little about it before she goes into it. Take it away, Acacia. Unmute myself there. All right, uh, so as you guys know, The Journey Show did a uh, talk about Japanese animation, and so this is from um, a piece of Japanese animation that came out early, a little earlier this year. This is the opening to Junger M... Jungle Emperor Leo. This is why I'm not the host. Come on. Thank you. 
Another amazing musical performance, and you heard it here first on The Journey Show, and I mean really first. So this show has not even aired on Japanese television yet. It is in the can, and we have seen the previews for it, which is, of course, how we know to do the theme. But uh, but you're not going to get to watch it unless you go to Japan early next month, and maybe it'll come over to America. I can't imagine what uh, the show would be called if it got here. Kimba. <clears throat> so... I uh, wanted to mention that uh, I had asked for ideas on what we're going to do next year, and there's been a lot of great suggestions and a lot of people uh, really liking what we've done so far. There's a couple of ideas that didn't quite make it this year, but we're definitely planning on doing it next year. So, for instance, uh, Professor Elliot will be joining us sometime early next year, uh, hopefully with uh, KD, to talk about adventure in various frontiers, whether in the backwoods of Oregon or the Amazon, or under the sea, or deep in outer space. So don't miss the adventure episode coming sometime early in 1966. Also, a fellow named Ethan Marcus, who bears a striking resemblance to me, will be discussing the law landscape in 1966. And a lot of amazing landmark decisions have happened in the last couple of years, not just the legislation passed by Johnson and his Great Society Crusade, but just around the courts, around the country, really opening up uh, uh, liberties and rights for American citizens. So we will definitely be discussing that exciting new legal frontier when we come back in 1966. Uh, and don't forget, before the journey even comes back in January, you will have the opportunity to vote for the Hugos next year. Now, this is really important. I know many of you, perhaps all of you, have nominated Galactic Journey for Best Fanzine for the Hugos. And we really appreciate that. In three years in a row, we've been told, of course, that we were on the ballot in three years in a row. We have not seen our name, not in 1963, 62, 63, or 64's ballot. That's fine. I'm not upset. But please try it again in January. But another thing, you can now also nominate the Journey Show for a completely different category. I'm not sure what it'll be called. It's not fanzine. It's not dramatic presentation, but I'm sure it's got fan in front of it and it's some kind of broadcast. So vote for us if you see a fan broadcast category in January. We would very much appreciate being in two categories at once. And gosh knows, I think the Journey Show has earned the Hugo this year, don't you think? All right, with that, let's really earn the Hugo this year. We're going to go back to Lorelei. She's got an original composition, which is absolutely fantastic. You're going to love it, and I'm going to let her tell you about it. So this is an original song with a working title of uh, Be Somebody. 
And I was highly inspired by the current rock music that's been coming out, um, this the wild new wave, uh, Rolling Stones, The Animals, and having various progressions in the song. So this is the first time I've ever played it live, and I hope you guys enjoy. I keep going in circles inside of my head Telling me the same old things Am I good enough? What do I got that's better than everybody else's? What do I got that makes me stand out in a crowd? What do I know that nobody else does? Who am I to say that I'm better, better at what I do? I know I'm not special, progression's unoriginal, my lyrics are passable, but I got an ace up my sleeve. Because among the noise I'm shouting into a void I'm shouting into a void Can anybody hear me? Transmission's getting fuzzy I'll keep playing till I am heard Tell me, are you listening? Are you hearing the sound? The birth of the legend is shaking the ground. 
I hear I'm not special. I'm drowning it out. Tell me, are you listening? Are you hearing the sound? Cause I are, I are, wanna be somebody. I are, I are, gonna be somebody. From building heights, building heights and sides, I'm gonna be somebody, be somebody, be somebody, gonna be somebody, be somebody, be somebody, be somebody, gonna be somebody, be somebody, be somebody. Somebody soon, be somebody, be somebody new, be somebody, be somebody new. Gonna be an icon for the masses. Be somebody, be somebody soon, be somebody, be somebody new, be somebody, be somebody soon. Wow. I hope everyone is applauding because that was absolutely beautiful. And again, a Journey Show exclusive. This is the first time that has ever been on the air. And you got to enjoy it. And you who are watching this in the Kinescope reruns in the uh, summer in the syndication, I hope you're enjoying it too. Probably watching the hearing it on this show and hearing it on the Top 40 radio because this is going to be the next big hit. Speaking of big hits, uh, I'm sure all of you following the Space News knows that tomorrow is going to be the next Gemini flight. So as you know, Gordo Cooper flew with Pete Conrad for eight days in a tin can uh, and made space race history. Well, tomorrow we're going to see Gemini 6 take off. Um, and it's going to dock with an Agena adapter in space that's going to be launched just 10 minutes before Gemini 6. It's going to be an amazing piece of space precision. And I hope you will all watch the launch. 
Uh, I understand at some point in the near future, there's also going to be a Gemini rendezvous. There's going to be two Gemini craft powered meeting each other in space. Not only will the pictures be amazing, um, but it's just will absolutely be a hurdle into the, into the lead of the space race. Although I am told that several scientists believe that the Soviets will come out with a 15 day mission any time now to, uh, to blow us away. They say their Voskhod capsule can actually sustain human life for 30 days. That said, would you really want to be in a small capsule with two other people for 30 days? All right, on that cheerful note, we've got another song from Acacia. Uh, it is no secret who my celebrity crush is, and it is the lovely Carolyn Jones from one of the most important and best TV shows of the 1964 and 1965 season. And Acacia's going to play a song from that show. Going to need you all to snap for me because I physically can't do it. So, <laughs> Acacia, we have a question from the audience for you. Someone is admiring your, yes, tell us about <laughs> it, would you? It's a scorpion. Um, recently, uh, if for those of you guys that are into astrology and stuff, um, Scorpio season just started like a couple days ago, and my birthday is next month, so I am a Scorpio. And, yeah, I figured that kind of fits the Wednesday um, Morticia Adams sort of look I've got going on. <laughs> We are, we are big fans of the Morticia Adams look. Um, and in fact, uh, if you saw, we, there was an episode just a couple of weeks ago, two-parter, where they showed how Gomez and Morticia met. And they were absolutely fantastic. And Morticia used to dress exactly like Wednesday, which was <laughs> as adorable as it sounds. So I want to I wanna thank you for that. And I have to tell everybody out there, if you get a chance, please watch The Adams Family every week because it is 
possibly the best thing on television. It is just fantastic. Um, Erica, I was mentioning that I really like your suggestion of covering the magazines in general, who they are and why they are. And I also think a special Galactic Stars episode would be good, too, so people watching the show can know what uh, the best science fiction to watch is. Of course, we kind of had a upcoming Hugo's show, but this would be ours, and ours are better than the Hugo's because our taste is better. Speaking of writing, as you know, Journey Press just came out with a new title by Tom Purdom. Uh, this is aspirational, of course. He's not a Hugo finalist, but, you know, he could be someday. But anyway, as you know, Journey Press has been moving right along, first with its amazing rediscovery, and then the juvenile space adventure Kitra, on which I am now 33,000 words into the sequel. Uh, it will come out next September. And of course, I Want the Stars, which is just a phenomenal book. And the reason I bring these up, I suspect all of you own multiple copies of them and are lining your walls with them. They make excellent wallpaper, by the way. Um, but anyone who has copies of our books or gets them, just let me know and we will give you one of these lovely signed custom art book plates. That's right. They can be yours for zero money down. That's right. Zero money down. All you have to do is buy a Journey Press title and tell me about it. All right. So as you can guess, this is actually going to end up being a slightly shorter show than short, shorter. Yes, that's yes. S-H, S-H. I had nothing to drink this morning and that's the problem. I'm not endorsing the use of alcohol. So this is going to be a shorter show today, but that's okay because it's going to be an amazing show today. So we're actually going to close out with a song that has been on the radio a lot and has got its singer into a lot of trouble. But I think it's, if anything, is an anthem for our day and perhaps some time, say, 55 years in the future, this is it. So, Lorelai, tell us about what you're about to play and why you're playing it. Well, I am playing a song called Eve of Destruction. And uh, I think that can tell you just a little bit of what it is about, but as, uh, as Mr. Journeyman says, it is incredibly resonant with today, and I think it really speaks the truth in a way that only the music medium can. So please enjoy this song. For voting, you don't believe a war. But what's that gun you're toting? And even the Jordan River has bodies of floating. But you tell me over and over and over again, my friend. Believe we're on the eve of destruction. Don't you understand what I'm trying to say? Can't you feel the fears that I'm feeling today? If the button is pushed, there's no running away. There'll be no one to save with the world in a grave. Just look around you, boy. It's bound to scare you, boy. But you tell me over and over and over again, my friend. 
don't believe we're on the eve of destruction. Yeah, my blood's so mad, feels like coagulating. I'm just sitting here contemplating. I can't twist the truth. It knows no regulation. Just a handful of senators won't pass legislation. And marches alone can't bring integration when human respect is disintegrating. This whole crazy world is just so frustrating. And you tell me over and over and over again, my friend, you don't on the eve of destruction Think of all the hate there is in red China Then take a look around to Selma, Alabama You may leave here for four days in space But when you return, it's the same old place The pounding of drums, the pride and disgrace You can bury your dead but don't leave a trace Hate your next door neighbor But don't forget to say grace And tell me over and over and over and over again My friend, you don't believe We're on the eve of destruction Oh no, you don't believe You're on the eve of destruction Of destruction of destruction. Goodness. Barry McGuire in our house in a dress. So, folks, again, I want to thank you all for being here. Uh, many of you have been here through all 15 episodes of The Journey Show. Some of you are new today. Uh, and many of you seeing this for the first time in summer syndication, I want to thank you for becoming fans. There's going to be a lot of great shows next year from comics to movies to the Hugos to fashion. All your favorite guests will be back and a bunch of new ones. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. I'm glad we're taking a few months off so we can get it all set up again, because as you know, even, even heroes need to take a break. So I want to thank you all again for coming. I want to thank Acacia Weber. And uh, we'll be telling you about other shows she will be in because she has a very busy schedule. I want to thank Lorelai Marcus for being here and uh, blowing out her voice on that amazing anthem for our times. And I hope you will all join us for some drinks in Portal 55. Uh, and I want to thank you all. Gosh, I've said this again, but I just can't help saying it because once I, once I turn off the cameras, we won't be with each other anymore. But that's okay. We'll be back in just a few months. So I will see you all in Portal 55 in just 30 seconds.